podcast about Solo. Hi, everybody. I'm Scott. Um, this is this is the podcast, a podcast about that's just a bunch of us nerds here in Salt Lake City talking about various topics. And today's topic, as I said before, is the movie Solo, a Star Wars story, not the Mario Van Peebles one where he's an android. Oh, right. He was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite joke with that was always the idea of having a sequel. It's time to go solo again. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a really bad movie. Hey, it 90s. sounds like a podcast. The yeah. <laughs> As I said before, I'm Scott and I'm joined today by Caleb. He doesn't know what Solo, the Mario Van Peebles story is. No, but I have seen Solo, a Star Wars story five times. Well, I guess Impressed. we'll talk about Solo, a Star Wars story. How about you, uh, Eric, also joining us? I'm curious as to what going solo again really <laughs> means. Like, if you could explain that to me, it'd be great. Um, it means when you give yourself about a 20 minute buffer <laughs> and that's Stu making that joke it's time to go solo again it's not where you sit on your hand for 20 minutes <laughs> no that's the stranger that does not star Mario Van Peebles uh, also joining us is Mike Mike's the only other person at this table who was who had any idea about that Mario Van Peebles movie. Who is Mario Van Peebles? It's too late to buckle up. I feel like you've made this person up. (laughs) Yes, I'm making this whole thing up. Mike and I had a private Slack channel, and we were just like, "What kind of stupid joke can we make about a different solo movie?" It sounds like a made up name, Van Peebles. (laughs) It really. It probably is a made made up name. Was it like a made for a TV movie? No, it went out to theaters. I was looking at the Wikipedia earlier. What? What's its box Why were you looking at the Wikipedia for that? Because I'm an idiot. Um, there you go. Uh, its box office poll was five million dollars. Hey, a movie that did worse than Solo: in, The Star Wars. In oh, year, I was going to make a joke uh, saying about as much as Solo. It currently holds a six percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit! We gotta watch that six percent. That's like that's amazing that you got that. Uh, it <laughs> also has Adrian Brody and William Sadler. Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, Andrew Brody's in this movie. Whoa. God, this guy directed some horse shit. Let's just go around the table real quick and talk about, uh, real quick, just kind of like a out of ten. How many, uh, how many times have you gone solo uh, this week? God damn it. <laughs> uh, let's just give it an out of ten what we thought about solo. Uh, I'll start, I think I'm up at a six. Six out of ten. It's good. It's not great. It's not bad. Okay. Fair. It's a little better than mediocre, I guess. It's it's perfectly ex- acceptable. Perfectly acceptable. All right. I'll skip Caleb because he's <laughs> seen it five times, and so I don't think we even need to ask him how much he loves that movie. Uh, no, Eric. no, no. Like you know, you've seen it a bunch, but that doesn't mean you think it's perfect. What's its What's its score? No, I'd give it an eight out of a ten. Okay, cool. I cool. think uh, the longer I am aware of its existence and the more times I see it the more I'm glad it exists there are a lot of things in it that I'm glad they made official I guess I could say even though it has a couple silly things which I'm sure we'll get into oh yeah no definitely Uh, Eric I don't like being confined to your out of 10 system so I'm going to give it 14 out of 20 okay nice fair (laughs) enough that's but yeah it's good it's not the best thing in the world but it's good that's like a 7 out of 10. I'd have given it like... Yeah, but I feel like I'm 
a unique snowflake. No, but if you were going to do that, you'd be that like... I times everything by two. No, you'd, you'd have been more re- unrealistic. You'd have been like, well... Ah! <laughs> you'd have been more unrealistic. Professionals, like, people. We've been doing this for... <laughs> what? Too long now. <laughs> anyway. You'd have been more unrealistic. You'd have been like, well, I give that a ever chosen out of the slanesh. We've been like, the fuck? You're making this so hard on me. That doesn't even make sense. I don't get it. (laughs) All right. Um, Mike? Uh, I give it a 21 out of 30. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) It's missing nine inches number. I I give it a 7 out of 10. It it was good. for, For all the trouble that that movie faced... It was really oh god, good. right? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, was defi- it was definitely better than it had any right to be. Yeah, um, I'd give it like a five out of ten, like yeah. perfectly middle of the road, not anything special, but I didn't hate it like I hated Rogue One. Stu gives it a uh, pie out of uh, imaginary numbers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. There, there were things I liked and things I didn't. And the was, things I didn't like made me extremely upset. And the things that I did like were like, all right. Do we want to talk about the good or the bad first? I want to talk about the ugly. Okay. The ugly is um, that fucking scene at the beginning where we have to learn about how he became solo. Yeah, that, that, that is probably the single, in my opinion, single worst scene in the movie. Definitely the worst. Maybe, maybe not scene, but the worst part, you know, because the whole scene where the he's... The most contrived bullshit. Where he's on Corellia getting away, that's great, and then they just ruin it with, Han, I'm by myself. See, I'd be way more into it if his actual name was Han by myself. Why, why couldn't his name have just been Solo from the beginning? Like, he just says, Han, He has a dad that Solo. he knew. He has family that he knew. I know. That's he what has I'm a last can't, name. Can't his last name just because be Solo? Because they had to have that moment where that imperial recruiter looks at the camera, smirks, and says, Solo. See, I would have maybe had that scene, but instead of having the recruiter do anything, he goes, What's your name, kid? And then... Enter your name, pilot. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's like, Well, what's your name, kid? Hom. What about the family name? And then, like, have him, like, look at him kind of funny, and then... Late title card. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been better too, actually. Now, th- that, well, anything that, would that have was been very, better than that. very cringy. Cutting into that with that sequence from Tie Fighter would have been better. <laughs> Just like, what's your name, pilot? <laughs> like, not even like dubbing over it. Just that shot for shot that sequence. Although it didn't bother me, I chuckled. Fuck you. <laughs> the, the, the rest of that scene uh, him and Kira when they were younger on Corellia trying to get out and the speeder chase and the not definitely not the Ford Falcon speeder I actually really liked all of that stuff uh, I, I like could not bring myself to give a shit for that first like 15 minutes of the movie and then after that it, like, you it didn't was, like, like the click right. on the rock Oh, pretty funny I just feel like the weird random night alien. All of it. All <laughs> of that could have skipped, and they could have started after that. And, and that's that really that's probably have. true. I, 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 it's. I'm not saying it was necessary, but I thought the action was still good. The only other minor thing I had with that opening is um, 
the dude that was chasing him, Moloch, who got in the speeder and chased him, spoke this alien language. But the big worm that came out of the water spoke like my grandma <laughs> in, in English. So I was like, shouldn't they your, all be speaking? Is your grandma a worm? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to commit that to posterity. <laughs> but, you know, she had the, the stereotypical old lady voice speaking in English. I'm like, yeah, I hated that whole thing. All of it. That's not surprising. <laughs> no, I, I'm. Stu and I have very similar thoughts about this movie, and I would have probably started the movie after all that Corellia stuff, and then had like if flashbacks. Start, if you start the movie with after that, then you don't have nearly as much a connection between Han and Kira. Yeah, that, that's yeah. all. You have that sequence where they're at that fireplace and they're talking about stuff, and they're like, "What about you, kid?" And then like his eyes kind of glaze over, and he looks around off to the side of it. You have a flashback. Man, I don't and think they come back and it's flashback. just like, there's a girl. No, I'm glad there were no flashbacks. No, I don't. I like how they did it. it I enjoyed great. it. My son was thrilled. He thought the giant worm lady was pretty cool. And, and design, I thought she looked cool. Kind of the point. The voice. It is for children. Yeah. These movies are not for me anymore. Yeah, no. No, they're still for me. That's, <laughs> that's evidenced by, uh, we started with something really bad at the beginning of the movie. Do we want to talk about something that was really dumb at the end of the movie? No, what, let, let, we're just going to skip the middle. There was no middle. Yeah, there's no middle. Let's not jump all the middle. The middle was actually the stuff I liked. Yeah. The middle is really good. There's good stuff in the middle. Um, there's that whole sequence on whatever dirtball planet that Han is Mimban. fighting on. The, yeah. the mud planet. That stuff is pretty good. No, the only problem with that it is that you can't I see a goddamn thing. It's when he starts speaking Wookiee. That made me so Yeah, mad. but he speaks Wookiee bad. That's what I'm kind of into. I thought it was stupid. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I was originally with you, but then I was like, you know, he speaks Hut and like, he speaks Hut, he speaks Rodian or whatever in all these other movies. He No, whatever. he speaks English to them. He doesn't speak. Right, but he understands. Yeah, I know. Which is why he didn't need to start going <laughs> in the mud pit. That's, that's what I thought that's, was dumb. That's fair. That's fair. I just but he doesn't keep it. doing it. No. Which is what made me think it was even dumber. I, I, he only knows like six words. I, I really did like how him and Where's Chewie first bathroom? met. Where's the bathroom? That's all he's got to say. I, I really did like how he and Chewie first met. Especially after Stu leaves everything goes... It's just like the beginning of Army of Darkness when they throw ash. <laughs> God, if there was more Army of Darkness in this movie, that would have been. Bad. The best part was when be Mike looks like at me and he's like, ten. "Strange one." Stu, <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you said something about it being really, really dark. Just the whole movie is is guilty of this, but this sequence specifically well, and, and, is just and, like muddy and dark. And you can't see a damn thing. I, you can't I, I see do agree. Faces and like it's just like, did is something wrong with the projector? Well, and, and like, I sort of think there might be because I saw it a second time on IMAX and it was much brighter. It was noticeably different. Yeah, the first I time I saw that. it, like IMAX oh, might do that. Oh, yeah. oh, overall, it was still sort of a dull, dark movie, but it was much different than the theater that we yeah. saw it at My main time. beef, though, with Let's the Let's get a bigger sample size. Caleb, you've seen it five times. Was it with the same projector each time? I saw it on IMAX three <laughs> times and regular projector twice. <laughs> it was, the it was, the it was better on IMAX. Okay, so the problem the is we didn't spend $18 on a ticket. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, think, I think my biggest gripe is not as much that you can't see what's going on, although that's annoying, but it's more that like it doesn't match up with the tone of the movie. 
the tone of the movie is very light and, and relatively jaunty and adventure mm-hmm. and the cinematography wants to tell you this is a very dour movie but it's not and it's just like a weird disconnect the whole time yeah no I for the most part agree but I, I remember when you said that when we first saw it that, that night and then I saw it again like the next day I was like oh man this is actually Let's, different yeah, I can see that. I mean, a giant screen, even with like poor lighting, you'd be able to see more details yeah. and stuff. Like, it seems like that would. And just the whole thing the felt case. brighter. Hey, somebody should uh, give me a beer. Okay. What kind do you want? I need one too. Um, whatever's hardest for you to reach. I want one of those blue cans. <laughs> Session IPA. What the fuck is this? Is this alcohol? No, it is not. Oh. Like that. <laughs> but I bet it mixes well with alcohol. It probably gonna, does. I got some pomegranate liqueur that I'm going to mix Thank with that. You, sir. It'll probably be pretty uh, good. I'm mostly done, so just while you're in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. This is the podcast where we get beers. Also, there's some. There's a Mountain Dew in there. It's just not spilling. There's also some root beer, too. Um, um, but yeah, like... Like I said, kind of at the beginning, I I didn't hate this movie. I there are definitely parts, and like, I think after the Mudball Planet, once things are kind of established and we've been introduced to our mm-hmm. characters, I think it really starts to pick up. Well, Everything from Kessel until they get yeah to like the refinery the, planet from the from the exactly. minute they leave for Kessel. That's the stuff. Getting to the refinery love. planet, all the, of that. The was like fantastic. first, the initial heist thing on the train I would even is okay. To that. But it's fun. And it's at a that train point, heist. At that point, I wasn't like super, super into it until they started the whole castle sequence. And then I was like, "This is moving at a good clip. I really like everything that's going on. The Robot dialogue is sharp, and most importantly, the movie stopped winking at you and just let itself mm-hmm. do its thing." Yeah. yeah. Uh, what What did we think of Woody Harrelson in the Star Wars movie? I like Woody him. Harrelson's really good in this movie. He did well. Yeah, so an interesting character that doesn't overstay his welcome. That's not like somehow deeply connected to some other character you you know about. Like it's he not pushed like, Aura Singh off a cliff. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Like, which you know, it, that's the amount of reference that I that's want. Fine. Like it's a yeah. throwaway line that's, that's like, thing. oh okay, the nerds know about this. Yeah, yeah and it exactly. also like sets him up with credibility. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this dude's a good gunslinger. And, and, and they they wrote him in such a way that he's still. Woody Harrelson, but it still yeah. fit in the overall tone of the movie. He huh? works. He fits that whole role and that that whole situation. If he's ever going to be in a Star Wars movie, it has to be this kind of Star Wars movie. Yeah. The yeah. problem is now, a couple years from now, they're going to make the movie where he kills Aura Singh. Oh yeah, of course. And it's going to be like way more than it should be. It's no, actually, they're going like... to release that as a six-part comic miniseries. <laughs> well, that's more that's feasible in, than like Kellogg's cornflakes or something. I'll read it. Yeah, all right. As long as it's after not the Honey box Snacks. office for this movie, uh, I mean, we can joke about they'll go back and make these stupid movies about things no matter. Actually, they probably I don't, won't. I don't think they will anymore. Which I think they will. I don't think this is. I mean, stop. like this movie really? made money. Okay. No, it so didn't. it's lost money. Thing. It, it is not profitable. Here's here's the thing about this movie. It is not profitable. They're not going to make money on this movie. But they're not going to be so far under breaking even that I think they're going. They might to care. break even with like Blu-ray sales. Yeah, yeah. Digital what I think, and I honestly like believe this after reading everything I've read, is the reason this movie did not perform well in the box office has nothing to do with the movie. Everything well, to do with internet culture. It's surrounded by this whole like. No, I think if Ron Howard is originally hired to make this movie 
and makes basically this same movie because he reshot most of it anyways. And there's never a change in director, and there's never the outcry about it, and there's never all that bullshit. I think this movie makes plenty. Of I don't money. think well, that's right. Though. That it would have no, made it would have potentially made money, even if it was the same quality movie, if only because there's no reshoot costs involved. Yeah, there's that. You, you, you cut the budget by eighty. The final so they budget almost by 80%. doubled the budget yeah. with reshoots. And I mean, we they could have even even with changing directors. The other the other mistake I think that actually hurt it was they should have just moved it to December. They really at one hundred percent. If they move that to December. It lets everybody say, oh, yeah, they changed directors, but you know what? There's so much time. Maybe I'm not going to care. So also, they're not fine. still in theaters at the same time as Infinity It's not War. still in theaters which, at the same which, time Which is a better and bigger and, Black Panther, and the outcry from The Last Jedi will have di- would have died down a lot more. There's a fair number of people that would have been like, I didn't really like Last Jedi, but you know what? Sure, I would still go see it. I think it was the two things. I think it was the outcry over changing directors, and they didn't move it to December. The only reasons it didn't make it. I, I don't buy the first one though because Rogue One had not this level of problem, but a lot of public reshoots it, and it, everything. It had reshoots, but it was not something that they had an entire year to talk about before the movie came out. And and, and that that's you only fair. found out about that stuff from Rogue and One. There was like very eight little weeks before it came There out. was very little detail about the what was going on with Rogue One. Just that oh, they're reshooting. Well, and that's because the original director like, played ball and stayed right. on. And, and you didn't you didn't get any of these stories about like oh, they pulled in an acting coach and like the yeah. there's all this drama. I think, I think with the internet directors. culture of the modern day killed the movie for no reason because it's a solid movie. It's not. It's not going to win over everybody, like you know. It's very a lot of people. It's a safe movie. Yeah, that are going to say, "Ah, that was a movie." It's something that like need to push it to December. Like if you push it to August, it's something or or July in the dead of summer in a vacuum. But I think they shot themselves in the foot releasing it when they did, and they couldn't do anything about internet outcry. And I think that's why I hate the internet sometimes. I think you're giving the internet too much credit. No, well, like the internet, I think needs to calm down about. Things like people were freaking out about the reshoots for Rogue One. You know what the reshoots were? The Vader hallway scene. Yeah, that and, was and the other reshoots. things that made the movie better. Yeah, yeah. So it's like sometimes reshoots get you better. Sometimes. And you know what? Here's the other thing. I, I've been. I told a lot of people at work that were like, "Why are you seeing it so much?" And I was like, "They were like, well, how'd you get an acting coach?'" And I was like, "Yeah, the guy had this. So they had to get an acting coach. Who gives a shit?" Lots of movies. He have turned to out do fine that. as yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. I saw great. That's you got hired an acting coach. No, that, that, that actor was 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 fine as as yeah. I, I don't think he had a great performance, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a bad one. He gets overshadowed by everybody. Like, else it's it's movie, great. I, I disagree. I think he holds his own with I just about Lando. Yeah, he does just overshadow him, and he didn't. I but was like, here's quite the surprised. thing. Like he didn't do a Han Solo impression. He just did his thing. Yeah, which uh, is if anything, like you Kirk. could say that Donald Glover kind of did a Lando impression. He, uh, yeah. he did. Nevertheless, I actually liked his character the most out of all, everybody in the movie because they had fun with him, mm-hmm. and it seemed like a lot of that poking fun at Lando stuff probably came from Lord and Miller. It was could probably be, yeah. some holdover stuff because like they were really kind of laying into him. Like he thinks I he's think such a badass, but everything just undermines him the whole movie. Yeah. I the Lando Chronicles. <laughs> I think a good amount <laughs> of podcasting the dialogue space. is Lord of Miller, and the, maybe more of the like. Well, I mean, acting and framing. The, the, the dialogue's not Lord and Miller because they were fired for not following the script. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I just I think I think that it's not going to make as much money as they wanted, and that's fine. I think they will be wary about. 
which anthology movie they will greenlight next. I bet they. And I wouldn't be surprised if they. I wouldn't be surprised if they fast track the first Ryan Johnson trilogy movie to put it in the 2020 slot, rather than another anthology movie following Episode Nine, and say we're just going to take a minute and really make the right anthology movie next. Or just but I not don't do think an anthology that the performance movie of this movie is going to stop them from making more. Break. They might just be better off taking a year, yeah. Um, so, so on the money thing, uh, I was thinking about this. There had to come a point where a Star Wars movie was not going to continue the trend of earning. Yeah, and it'll happen movie. again. There, happen there again. had to be a breaking mm-hmm. point. There, some movie was going to be that. It was like Cars 2 with Pixar ended their string of just yeah. massive home. Cars 2 is actually It's even happened bad, with the bro. MCU movies. You look at things like Thor 2 and whatnot. Also not a very good movie. So me you and know? Heather watched that one in Iron Man 3 the other day mm-hmm. and it's like, these are fine. They, they don't fine. hate them. They're they actually, are the solo of Marvel Universe. I really, really, really like well, Iron, and Man I, 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 Iron, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is pretty good. I, I, well, I like Shane Black, but me that's too. another podcast. I, I, I was thinking more like Ant-Man. It, the the level of expectation. Yeah. Yeah. But Ant Man's a fun little. Hi- it's a heist movie mm-hmm. as well. And it, it didn't make a billion of, dollars. It didn't make a huge blip. It's just kind of a. Okay. But people enjoy it. You can find fans of Ant Man, and yeah. it didn't slow Marvel down at all. I think if this was not solo, if this had just been a sci-fi heist movie. Yeah. The name of like solo is what you think is holding it. Down. It's putting expectations yeah. too high. I think this could have been yeah. a weird, like, sleeper cult this hit if this was, a like, a weird story. sci-fi. The other thing is that everybody... Yeah. So I did a lot of number crunching after this movie because I didn't about it. Um, everybody is judging its performance against all the other Star Wars movies, which is fine. Yeah. Because, you know, that's... Star it's the lowest performing Star Wars movie. But when, like, I actually went and looked it up. Opening weekends from January 1st, 2017 to the opening weekend of Solo... There are only 11 movies that made $100 million, and Solo is on that list. That's not bad. That's 11 movies over 18 months made $100 million in their opening weekend. Yeah, just, just And the, I just, to call it a complete box office flop is just uninformed, in my opinion. Well, it, it, it's... It Compared it to that. other Star Wars films, yes, it is a box office underperformer. No questions asked. How did but, it do with versus Rogue One? Because isn't Rogue One a lot lower box office... It's the lowest. Aside from the, the Clone Wars the animated movies, the theater Rogue One is still in the top ten all time. Yeah. Okay. But but not like, Star Wars movies, but all time. But oh, people like okay, people just mind. well they're, focus they're, on one thing and they don't realize that it's like it's still a successful movie. Not more, financially. More, more people liked it than didn't. If you start like gauging public opinion, yeah. But still, like bottom line. It didn't make because the with, company with money. filming and marketing, it costs three hundred, three hundred fifty million dollars, and its international box office brings it up. Like I looked at this today before we recorded, it's at like three forty something. Right, yeah. so it'll end up making money eventually. Okay, but do they ever like, add like toy shit into those? No, no, they don't. No. And, and that's where Star Wars that's has that's that's over everything. That's that is really that why Star Wars is profitable. Is because yes. it sells a fuckload of toys, mm-hmm. and you. Better believe that those so if it's, if it's already at three hundred and forty million, it's going to hit five hundred million before the end of its run. I don't think I so. That. I don't think it's in theaters more than two weeks, more than two more weeks. I mean, like, like I, don't, don't sales. I like the digital, movie, but I it, it, it's a financial. I think word of mouth yeah. is going to help it. 
I thought so too, but then those numbers kept diving off. We talked about that the weekend yeah. that came but out. But this is that's also a nature of what happens if they put this movie out in October? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. I think th- then if that could just be a misstep by a Disney. It could just be, you know what? You kept it in May and you shouldn't have. Infinity oh. War was right there. Incredibles Infinity 2 was coming War out. Infinity only been out Deadpool. two or three weeks yeah. even. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. Like, it was was wonder, I'm wondering time. how much of... Incredibles 2 is great. I'm wondering though. how much... Because yeah. you you had Deadpool, then you had Infinity War, and then you had Solo like each weekend. And like if people are hearing a bunch of... It's oh, I heard it's not good... You're going to go see Infinity, Infinity War Infinity War, again. War, or are they going to go see like Deadpool yeah. instead? They needed, they needed you know? when they already had the bad press, which they knew was going to affect it, they needed to look at the schedule and say, where can we move this a few months down the line where it's August. not, not going to be competing against tentpole movies? Get it out of those summer movies so it's not a, competing with Infinity last War, week. Avengers, Infinity, Deadpool, the all that stuff. Like last week or the week before? Well, last week Early. was incredible. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if, you, if they moved it... I think it has more staying power. I think they made. I, I, I think they should have kept it in in December and just tried to own December every year. Yeah, with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Were they were they trying to get to it? Because like they were trying the to reset it. Was getting to they were trying they were to two movies a year. Were they trying to do that with Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying. They're to, trying, they were trying to, to reset it so that the Star Wars would be in May again. Oh, okay. Yeah, but whatever. So, so back to the actual movie. The, mm-hmm. I think we all agreed. Wasn't bad. Yeah. The range of wasn't bad to was fun and pretty good. Um, Remember when you all laughed at me when I said L three would become part of the Falcon? As soon as that happened, I leaned over to the student and said, "Kill, it's going to be insufferable." <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to point out you all laughed at me on this very podcast. I still think it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't recall making fun of you ever. So L three is another example of a character that like doesn't overstay their welcome. Is there for what no, you No, I'm mad. I wish it was in longer. I actually didn't like L3. L3 is probably the least Well, that's because you're a slave to the capitalist pigs, Mark. She's just another sassy droid like we've had that was a bunch lately. Not as good as K2SO. I like the look of K2 her. K2 is still better so than K2SO. Everyone can now ship K2 and L3. Sixes. I loved, I loved L3 on Kessel starting the robot revolution, though. Yes. That was funny that, as hell. I, I agree Go free that. your brothers! And then suddenly it's like... All these droids coming out of the woodwork. That's like, maybe one of the funnest parts of the movie is just all those droids just like, you've got like fucking the, shit the up. The serving droid with the tray just smacking the guns. Like, the, one guy, the, one, the one that's just like walking on the keyboards, just like burp, 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 burp. No, Isn't no. it like later, like Lando's like, what'd you do, L3? And she's like, Viva la revolution! And he yeah. rolls his eyes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, um, the, the whole scene on Kessel was great, and that made me think of. I really like a lot of the subtle, like, winking to the fans they did. Some of it was too overt, I agree, but having the Kessel operation overseen by one of the Pike Syndicate aliens that looked like he did in the Clone Wars cartoon. Sure. Was Who was that? Super, uh, dude with, like, the, the mask that had, like, the square glowy eyes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Little, like, those kind of little touches The, the are things they didn't great. throw in your face. Mm-hmm. Stu, how did you feel about the uh, the giant space monster's skin being ripped off by the black? Hole? I thought it was dope. I was <laughs> like, like, I was like, I was like, that was fun. incredibly. Stu will always get down with some cryptozoics. 
Yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, I was like, oh, it's a giant space creature. I might hate this. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm down. This is all right. Uh, that movie also features the most, that sequence there, also features the most brutal death of a TIE pilot ever. Yeah, there's like some brutal <laughs> right? shit in that movie. There's the TIE, pi- the TIE fighter. There's that, there's the monster that gets mm-hmm. fl- which, fucking flesh peeled from its bones. The one that, like, he, like, scrapes the asteroid and you just cut to the pilot and, like, the sharks go in and just, like, uh, stabs that pilot and then just, like, slowly just dies. Just <laughs> I liked a lot of that. That, stuff. that death was super brutal. Just yeah. like, oh, jeez, that person's super dead. Yeah. I really liked Ooh. the Kessel Run. I liked the look of it, the feel of it. I liked the stunts, the punting, the thing. I liked how they used that as the actually pretty blatant way of showing how the nice pristine falcon turns in like yeah. the guns yeah. fall off the I mean, fish falls it, it, off the escape pod gets out, out and all this stuff and like, and this then, is how the falcon goes yeah, from see, looking I nice to looking like shit I think about the escape pod thing during the movie I, I thought that when the big crabby claw from the space monster grabs the ship I thought it pinched that part off uh, it, it takes Chewie a while there's, there's to a dirty up the inside, but like, the outside oh. got fucked up. Yeah, it takes a while to get the rat grease like, on the wall. Like, for real! Yeah. Like, how shitty is Todd and Chewie living in that thing? You those inside those panels to really get that grease They well, are an invasive see, species. The sequel to this movie is Pineapple Express with Han <laughs> and Chewie. <laughs> Man, I've watched that. Holy <laughs> shit! I would watch that. And, and in the Kessel Run, I really liked how... Lando's like, cool, we'll inject the whatever into the whatever, and it didn't work right away. And you heard yeah. the whoa, 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 from Empire, the yeah. hyperdrive not working. Like, oh, that's that's perfect. I kind of like how, like, while it's under like Lando's possession, it's just like this immaculate, pristine. <laughs> well, you like, know, he like goes out there and fucking buffs, like yeah, stretches out, and, like waxes. It's in. like his yeah, car. Where he has like if, if it were in our universe, it would be just like a Chevy Impala with like big spinner rims <laughs> that he like has a toothbrush to clean every like bit of dirt yeah. out of it, and then Han's just like, hey, this thing's got a V eight in it. Let's go to fucking balls to the walls with it, and then like runs it through like a mud hole and everything else. So, Mike, how did you... Was was Chewie being active as good as you hoped it would be? Chewie was fucking fantastic. I know yeah, you mentioned was, that Chewie prior to the movie that you were real excited to see Chewie do stuff. Chewie in action was awesome. And, and the, the new guy that got playing him gets the mannerisms pretty much right. Like, the, when they're sitting at the poker table, yep. like, laughing at Han's cards and stuff. It was. I, th- I think the new Chewie's fantastic. Yeah, I like the new Chewie. And I hope he's the one that rips Kylo's face off in episode nine. Nobody's <laughs> ripping nobody's face off, right? <laughs> He'll isn't... try, and then there'll be a flashback to Chewie have... raising Kylo. <laughs> <as a laughs> I'm just imagining Chewie, like, getting all high and having the speech where he's like, I want to take his face off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the movie didn't end well. No, but like it, it had pacing. That reveal was awesome. No, 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 no. I'm not even talking about. That. I just mean oh. the pacing issues once they oh. get to the refinery. Oh, yeah, yeah, the whole. It the, felt like a Lord of the Rings sort of churn. another ending thing. Although I really liked Enfys Nest in the end, and I, that's the character I want to know more about more than anything. Actually. Yeah, I would watch. I would watch a sequel to this movie with focus on Enfys Nest. You mean the Horizon Zero Dawn girl? Yeah. Hey, you know what? That got us a Wicked cameo, so... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I would watch a sequel to this because they're going to see Jabba next. Yeah, I would totally watch a sequel to this just with Han and Chewie just 
give me give me jump forward three years in time and see me Han, see Han and Chewie just being like Jabba's main guys and what does that yeah, look I, like? I don't need to see what's her name again. She was fine. I have then, I have conflicted feelings about the final act. One thing that I really enjoy is the scene in his like boudoir, his office, yes. where like they have the fake out battle. I was like, what a cool way to have a climax for a Star Wars movie. There's no flashing lights or crazy shit going on. It's, it's like a people, triple cross. It's just some people like being really shifty with each other. Yeah. And then there's like moments sprinkled in there that kind of like grind the pacing to a halt. And then like like you said, there's kind of like multiple endings that just kind of keep going. And I did think Paul Bettany did a good job. I agree. Yeah, he was fine. He was, he was sufficiently villainous. Mm-hmm. Um, Woody Harrelson's death is really good. Yeah, yeah. That's like something I've always wanted to happen in movies, and every time there's a situation where like the Just mentor or like a good guy is like turns out to be a bastard, and he has to do the monologue. And he's and just like you're not going to do it. You don't have the backbone. Or like, bam, you love me too much, and then just oh, hole in my chest. <laughs> yeah. I I really like that Han Solo's blaster. The reason it's so powerful is because it's basically like a sawed-off shotgun. Yes. It's supposed to be a sniper rifle, and they're just like, let's shorten the barrel, take the stock off. Here you go, this really like, is Army of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. All right, Scott. We've been trying to talk about it for a while. Fuck Maul. Yeah. Nah, I liked fuck it. It was fine. It was fine. I like Darth Maul. I want to see him in more movies. No you want to see him with spider legs? Yeah. Fuck I all. thought that was great. How about his brother, Savage Opress? He didn't have spider Can he get a name that's one. not so stupid? <laughs> no, and then because that's okay canon. Scissor Punch, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that that hollow conversation should and could have been just Jabba or a Jabba henchman. That Prince would have made Shizor. It, it would have made the most sense given the rest of it. If Han and Chuya are going to see Jabba, that should have been like Shizor or something. I, yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you, Scott. It, it would have worked with Shizor. I can understand He's not canon that. though, right? Not current. Yeah, but they're making all kinds of old yeah, stuff. Yeah, but like, like that's a callback that you don't have to like. Could have been how you introduced him to Canada. Yeah, exactly. That's also a callback mm-hmm. that doesn't end with everyone going, "Was that fucking Darth Maul? <laughs> Isn't he dead?" <laughs> well, no, you know it is because he made a point of getting his lightsaber in. Also, he right? fucking waving stu- it like, around. Like, I mean, yes, if on a business call, I could just be like, "Yeah, lightsaber." Whoop, 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 but whoop, like the whoop, whole reason they put Ron that in. Howard was the one that decided to do that. Ugh. Yeah, he was the one who decided to put Maul in in the first place because his son liked the prequels and like, thought it would be cool. Make and that, then make that your son was correct. And then make that your Clint and then Howard, Howard also <laughs> made that like amended the scene to have the whole lightsaber thing because he wasn't sure people would figure out who the fuck. I'd have been way more into that scene if it was just Hood sitting down talking, and then you're like, "Wait, was that Darth Maul?" And, and, sort of. The fuck yeah. is Darth Maul in this movie for? If if he didn't ignite the lightsaber, I would have been fine with it because it does fit with the canon timeline of Maul being a uh, crime lord. Uh, one of these. Crime if lords. Yeah. you've consumed all Star Wars, right, movies. right? And that's that's what I'm saying. It's one of those winks to the hardcore fans that didn't land. But it's a post credit right. sequence than a wink, in the middle of the movie. It's in, more than it's, yeah. Movie. It's more than a wink. It's more of a derailment because like. If you haven't I'll been keeping you, up with Star Wars, if that fiction, had been a, you'd end just of be like, scene, what? Post credit scene, I'd be less 
annoyed by it. Yeah. No, my, my parents were that. like, didn't that guy die? I was like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, that's I, the I, first I can... thing that you have with conversation. Stop yelling with. at me. I agree with ah! you. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll, be out of the theater. I'll be honest and say, post credit scene or not, using that, I would be entirely down to see another solo movie where it's Han and Chewie are caught up in a contention between this Crimson Dawn group and Jabba's group and so Han clearly doesn't know that Kira is part of this is now elevated here and there's some conflict there I'd watch that movie and, and I don't necessarily but we won't ever get be, that movie but I'd watch that movie well no I, I would too but you just have to be real careful since it is Maul it's can, a 12 part comic no, book series you can never have Han interact <laughs> or hear about Maul or anything because yeah. the force has to be some hokey religion oh yeah no yeah. And that's down with the that. other part is like so this like, movie you can almost got through its entire in movie it. without lightsabers. Yeah, it should have. Should have. Yeah, we almost got there. And then, then there's the one final fuck you to me, which was and they specifically were like that guy Stu in Utah. He has He'll a probably small podcast. Hate this. He so, will be so mad. Yeah, specifically the fact that Han is responsible for the startup cash for the rebellion. Because oh, everything in right. Star Wars has to be connected to the same five incestuous fucking people. It's oh, all just yeah. the same people responsible for everything. Does that, that mean happens. that he's technically getting paid back in the New Hope? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're giving us his money me. back. He's like, wait a minute. These are marked bills, well, and, and uh, I've had these before. Th- that that is a valid complaint, but that's one of those things that if you've consumed... I think it's a valid comment. I don't think it's a big deal because we already know that at that stage, all of those rebellion cells were basically... We know because we're I was only saying this before both of you started yelling over me. Yes, the exact same damn thing. Do we need to institute the talking beer where whoever's holding the beer is... Well, then Tanner would never shut up. Okay, it's just like, you guys are insufferable the drunker you get. I'm holding this the whole time. Yes, not... That's the kettle calling something black. It was just the rebel cells, not the rebellion. I agree, you're right. I'll shut up. Don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm with Stu. Like, but anytime you make the universe feel smaller, it's just yeah. Uh, my favorite line in the whole thing is when he says he did the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs, and Chewie growls at him. He's like, "It is if you round down." That's like, that was my favorite. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" It's probably like twelve point nine, and he was like, "Well, if we truncate it." <laughs> my, my favorite is when Lando's like designer cape is being used to put out a fire. That's a custom piece. <laughs> I, uh, I I noticed in his like when uh, Han was trying to make out with uh, Daenerys. I yes. don't remember her character her name. name. Kira. Or her real name. Kira. Um, By the way, she is clearly from Utah County because the way you spell Kira is so goddamn stupid. Yeah. Anyways, I noticed the like Hawaiian shirt in his, in his or the Hawaiian yeah. cape, and I was like, oh my god, he has a Hawaiian cape. Yeah. Like I leaned over to Heather, I was like, Hawaiian cape, Heather. Mike and, and I then were it like showed up at the very end. I was like, fuck it. yeah, it does. He's on a tropical <laughs> island. He's got his Hawaiian cape on. <laughs> Although, what Star Wars? Hawaii is it like calf where Scarif? we just at it's like Hawaii Rice and it has like an extra A in it oh how you spell it the what I thought you meant like what location I was like, no Scarif that's Star Wars Hawaii 
Star Trek. Star Trek Hawaii. Yeah, but that's and actually Risa is almost more like Ibiza. Risa is where the universes overlap. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so if you go there, you can meet Riker and like he's like oh, God. everybody. Can you even imagine him like, and Lando? <laughs> Riker. I, I would watch a Riker Lando buddy cop movie. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't wait to I watch have... them step over yeah. chairs the whole time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and have sex with everything <laughs> <laughs> including that chair they just <laughs> well that's how they step over it that way oh, God. <laughs> I thought the way they handled the Sabat game uh, like you saw it a little bit in the, in the middle and like oh Han didn't get the ship and how they ended there because he noticed Lando cheating I thought that was all pretty good You're like, I like cheating, that a cheater. lot because I, I was like, oh, here's like where he it. gets the Falcon. And they're like, oh, he didn't get the Falcon. Scott and I had a conversation about it, and we think we have a better like, way to yeah. do that. And it's basically where they're both cheating, and they both end up with a hand they shouldn't be able to possibly have, and it's the same hand. And then they like lay the cards down, and then everyone around them is like, the fuck? And they have to escape that casino together. Oh, that'd have been great. <laughs> I like that. A little harder to put on film than what they did, but I do right. Like but like, Han is just inexplicably good at cards. It'd be nice if they had the something that established that. Like, spend some of that time that was on uh, Corellia, have like a little bit more of him in the the military, and like have a campfire scene of him like beating the shit out of everybody at cards, and like have a little bit of explanation. Of there's why a he's thing just about so him naturally being good about it. Ron Howard talked about it after the movie. Like, there's some cutscenes. There's a there's like a four minute kind of montage after he goes into the academy that shows him like piloting ships and stuff. Just like a quick little thing. And that's a and great the point. Last and that cut, they took cut Tag and Bink out of the movie too. Yeah, and that's where Tag and Bink were. And, yeah. and they took it out, and he said it will be on the Blu-ray in all of its. And maybe that's where it's like, here's a sequence where Han's like beating the trash out of all these Imperials who yeah. have cars. He was like, we needed to get it down by a few more minutes, and that was the only scene we could take. We did not want to take it out. It, we wish it could be in there. It makes the movie a Weird. The director's I like, I wish I could have put it in there, but, you know, the director. I don't understand why <laughs> movies are always like, oh, we had to cut like four minutes out. It's just like... Would anybody be like, I can't see that movie. I had four more minutes. And if you can sit through three hours have... of Avatar, a Star Wars movie can be that long. That, or like, like all of the Lord of the Rings Kanto movies Bite. are like almost four hours. Like, come on. Well, it depends. Is it that booby alien that's going, because <laughs> I'll take Just four more, more minutes <laughs> of the fat lady. <laughs> that or that one guy tried to put coins in BBA. <laughs> all right, fine. Maybe I should like temper this. My, my like... I, I say this mostly because like my favorite like I, I started watching Alien with the director's cuts and those are better movies so anytime I see a director be like oh this is the cut I would like that's usually the cut I like to watch so yeah. one of the 13 Blade Runner cuts okay fine Blade <laughs> Runner is an exception <laughs> this reminds me that Sneak Peepums' dad was in, <laughs> was in the uh, casino scene or the pub scene or whatever it was at the beginning <laughs> there's a little white Jadra fan standing back there behind Lando like nice. yeah <laughs> that's canonically a, sneak that's a podcast stand. deep cut right there we'll get back to that at some point no we won't we should because Chad Blayton is my favorite <laughs> okay so final thoughts about Solo because we're starting to wrap up um Lando's yeah. fuck you at the end is also a really good yeah. sequence. Yes, how he just leaves. <laughs> Would you see a sequel to this? And if they do another 
uh, anthology film, what character do you want it to be about? I would see multiple sequels of this and Obi-Wan. I think Obi-Wan is the only current character we need an anthology film for. But I when think does any the Obi-Wan future movie take place? Between A New Hope and... Between 3 and 4. Between 3 and 4. Um, I hope you like these three hours of Obi-Wan staring contemplatingly into the sand. There's I just want to watch him harassing sand people. That's like the whole movie. Is <laughs> he, just like, he like turns into this mystical figure to them because he just fucks with them the whole time. He like moves their shit around with the force and like terrorizes the little children while they're sleeping. And Every 15 uh, minutes is him going... <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. That, that it would make sense why in a new home. It's like, God, it's that fucking dude. He's going to move my pots and pans around and I won't be able to find anything. All right, Scott, All right, if you I'm don't like that, that. What's, what's your answer, though? Uh, so I would watch a sequel to Solo. It'd be interesting. Um, I mean, I guess mine would be a um, an ensemble bounty hunter movie. On board. Much rather see yes. that than Boba Fett. Yeah, like not a Boba Fett solo movie. Like Boba Fett should be in it. But like ensemble bounty hunter movie. Yeah. Uh, or just another one. That was a great callback. Why didn't we just hire Bosk? That's really great. Yeah. That was a great. Put, put Bosk in yeah. that one. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Tater. Uh, I'd see a sequel to this, but I should also mention that when they released Phantom Menace in 3D, I eagerly went and saw it, so you should take what I say about so watching Star Wars movies. So you want the Jar Jar Beaks anthology movie? No, I just like, they're like, I'm like, Star Wars in a theater, I will be there. So, but <laughs> I'd watch a sequel. You'd watch um, the, not Jar Jar Beaks, but his like, king. The I want a Jar Jar Beaks origin Nass. story. Boss Nass. How did Jar Jar get thrown out of the Gungan city? <laughs> like, what? what is it exactly that he up. did? Moving on. <laughs> Stu. Uh, I left this movie thinking I'm probably better off just sticking to the numbered Star Wars movies and just not bothering with the side movies because I just don't care enough about them. What if I invite you to go to Brewbies with me and watch it? Then I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> so, so add alcohol and he'll go, sweet. So, so with if, that answer, will you see, do you care to see any anthology movie about like a current character? Um, I don't know. Maybe the the milk producing alien from Last Jedi. <laughs> I actually want to know what the other story is. brother is doing. It's just like a like a fucking dairy farm, like an automated dairy farm. They just like waddle out, and then there's like the robot milker that comes in and like, like sucks all the green Web milk story. out. Oh my god! <laughs> It's, yeah. you got it's one of those that, space like, wall little messages into the side of a clip. It's Darth Maul doing it. <laughs> no one would believe this Sith Lord could speak. So I would, I would see a sequel or two to this. I thought that I, I know they had a crap time making the movie, but the final product. Aaron Reich has a three movie deal. Oh, nice! I didn't know that. Um, and. To come up with a somewhat original, somewhat, I say, original answer for if I got to see another anthology movie. I'm kind of stealing this from our friend Brody, who said his favorite part of Rogue One, a movie he hated, was Cassian Andor. I'd watch a Cassian and K2 mm-hmm. uh, origin-ish yeah. story. The Rebel Black Ops. Yeah. yeah. I'd also watch like a Poe Dameron Starfighter in a Starfighter Squadron. Well, we're going to get that, I think, in Star Well, that's Wars what the new Resistance, Resistance. Yeah. cartoon's about. Oh, good. It's Just what we need. Squadron. 
another Dave Filoni cartoon that's going to add pointless things to the canon. How quickly will Space Whales show up in that that show? For every pointless thing, there's going to be something that people like, though. Yep. That's just how Filoni goes. Until the last season when we go, fuck Uh, you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right, so we've gone on uh, long enough. Uh, Hey, Caleb, how can people connect with us? If you want to find episodes of the podcast to listen to, you can go to thisisthepodcast.net. That'll take you straight to our Podbean. You can also find us on Twitter at The Podcast SLC. And you can find us on Facebook at This Is The Podcast. Um, we don't have Instagram yet. No, we don't. But shout out to all the, like, I'm, I'm not a Twitter expert by any means, but I've just been kind of dicking around with our Twitter account. And thanks for following us, people that have and that have liked and retweeted things. And then if you I'll have a desire percent to... of you that are bots. If you have a desire to give us a topic you'd like us to talk about as a bunch of nerds, um, send us an email at thisisthepodcast at gmail.com. No, really. Like oh, wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> That's wrong. the wrong email That's address. Wrong. It's contact at thisisthepodcast.net. My apologies. <laughs> this is the podcast at gmail.com. Get yeah, our name's a little confusing, but it makes sense here in Utah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was the podcast about Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, tune in next week when we talk about Solo, the Spanish people. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm off to go solo and shoot first. Princess, everything's alright, oh No job or to answer to Ain't a fixture in the palace, zoo. No, and since the carbonite's off me I'm living life now that I'm free, yeah Told me get myself together Now I got myself together Now I made it through the weather Better days are gonna get better I'm so happy The carbonite is gone I'm moving on I'm so happy that it's over now Pain is gone.